You guys, there's so much work out there right now, especially if you are a social media savvy. You don't have to start off as a social media manager and have all that pressure on your shoulders. You can absolutely start as a social media assistant. I'm going to teach you how right here in this episode. Hey everyone, I'm Emily Reagan, and you've discovered Unicorns Unite. This is a podcast for freelancers, service providers, virtual assistants, and curious listeners who would like to experience the freedom and flexibility of working virtually. We're the magic makers, movers and shakers, and the real people doing the work behind the scenes of online businesses. Welcome to Unicorns Unite. Hey, welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Emily Reagan. I've been freelancing for a good 12, going on 13 years now, one of the OGs in this space. And I took on my first freelance client when we were moving and we were PCSing because my husband was in the military and I was leaving a job for like the 20,000th time. And I said yes to a freelance client, not really knowing what it would open up. Funny enough, that freelance client, one of the services they needed was social media. And this was 2009. So yeah, this is going to date me. I'm old but it was for Facebook marketing. And back then Facebook was not what it was today. It was way different. And I said yes, not knowing anything about Facebook marketing, but I also knew I could write. I could figure out their business and I could help them. That's all it takes. So many business owners are drowning right now and they need your help. So real quick, if you are capable of taking on the work, if you have the talent, if you have the wherewithal, you know how to do these mechanical skills, these hard skills, and help clients with their online social media presence, come join me in my work group. I have a digital marketing community called the Digital Marketing Work Group, and we share job leads, we refer each other, we have a community, we have advanced trainings, we have virtual happy hours, and we help each other with our client issues. We also encourage each other. So I'd love to have you. It's application only. I'm looking for freelancers who I can trust with the jobs. So if you're listening to this and you're like, I got this in the bag, please come apply. The link is in the show notes. Okay, in this episode, we're talking about becoming a social media assistant first and up-leveling to being a social media manager. And I get it. It can be intimidating to have everything on your shoulders when you're responsible for the strategy and whatnot. So I did this Facebook Live very recently, and I am repurposing it over here on the podcast because that's what I do. So if you want to catch the next Facebook Live, please come join me in my Facebook group. I'll put the link in the show notes. I would love to have you and have it more of an interactive experience. I love talking to other freelancers over there in that space, so that's a good place to also build your network outside of podcast land. Podcast land drives me crazy sometimes because it's a one-way conversation, you know what I mean? But I totally love to put the earbuds in and learn, and so I'm hoping with this episode you'll learn four things to get started with social media. I hope you just take the plunge and feel encouraged to do it, absolutely. If I did it, you could do it. We're so much smarter these days than 2000. And nine, when I first started, you can absolutely do this. And I have a funny turn of events as my husband has been helping his boss with her Facebook page. And my husband is not social media savvy at all. And he's had to help her get online for her government job. And it's really fascinating. And he is absolutely terrified of messing up because apparently they had some big blunder where... Without getting into all the details, someone shared something that was stupid and it got so much flack. People were commenting, making fun of the career field. It got so much negative attention and my husband is terrified of that happening to him because he doesn't have a social media background and he's encouraging his boss to 
hire someone who knows what they're doing. And here's the thing, not all of us are ready to take that on, especially with a client where we don't really know their business. And I get it. If you're a social media manager and you're like, oh yeah, I do this for certain clients. Like I see patterns. I know how to create these stories and these posts. Like I've done it. You're in this super confident place. Like that's the goal for a lot of us, but we don't all start there. It takes like cutting our chops on a few of those first social media clients. And I'm going to give you some good tips for how to get started right here in this podcast. So thanks for joining me today and let's jump in. Hey, I'm Emily Reagan. I have been freelancing in this space for a good 12 years now, and I have done a lot of social media work for my clients over the years, and I'm here to give you some tips for getting started. Thanks for joining me today. And you're so lucky because you're living in a day and age where social media is becoming more and more common. So just to tell you how old I am, when I first started, one of my first clients wanted me to help with Facebook. And I was like, sure, I'll do it. And I had no idea. I'd never done Facebook marketing before, like solely just for one client. And I had already been in positions where as a public relations and communications director, I was doing this at some level for the nonprofits I worked in, but it became a whole new ballgame when it was just Facebook. It was a good 10 years ago, just to totally date myself. And I figured out really quickly, as long as I posted consistently, that would help my posts get seen and that would help out the client. But the trouble was the client was terrible about giving me any type of content to post. And so it was always kind of a struggle. And eventually I had to let that client go. And I mean, they were drowning in the work and they weren't into taking pictures and doing the things that we needed behind the scenes, but it took a while to kind of learn. And now it's common knowledge. Like Facebook marketing is common knowledge. And not only that, Instagram, we have Pinterest, we have TikTok, we have YouTube, all these other platforms. And the problem is clients need help. This is a content hamster wheel. It is so hard to show up and be omnipresent and be on all of these channels unless you have help. Not one single business owner who is successful online isn't doing it by themselves. And so this is why stepping into the role as being a social media assistant can really help you kickstart your business. You'll have tons of work and you'll have an opportunity to learn and grow and really discover your niche along the way. Social media, it's not easy. It definitely takes a certain type of person who is good with creative. You need to be able to write and proofread and you need to be able to do a little bit of conversion copy because you want people to take an action from those posts. But you also want your post to be engaging and you want it to sound like your client. So there's a little bit of art into that. And then there's also some graphic design. And I love this because you know my whole spiel is I love being a unicorn. I love having a variety of skills. I love not doing the same thing every day. And I like using my brain. And social media is just, there's so much work right now because people need to be posting once a day. Generally, let's just say once a day for most of the algorithms. So I love it. I have a whole blog dedicated to being a social media VA. I'll link here to that. And you want to go check that out and read it for some extra tips. And I'm going to give you some tips for starting as a social media assistant. And so you can up level to being a manager. So first let's start with what's the difference between a social media assistant versus a manager. Assistant just means you're like cutting your chops. You're just getting started. You don't quite have the strategy down and you're not really ready to take the bull by the horns. Honestly, that's it. And that's okay. A lot of us have to start at ground zero, right? We got to get in the mailroom. We got to work hard and we got to like grow our confidence, get good at our craft and then we can up level to social media manager. The reason I want you to up level as fast as possible is social media managers get to charge more. You can start having retainer packages. You can start 
having um, monthly retainers and you can get paid better when you're doing that. When you're actually coming to the table and you're able to write and do the strategy and you're pretty autonomous, that's when you can charge nice packages. So that can be the end goal, but we all don't start there. And it can be very, very hard to start out as a social media manager when you don't know someone's business, when you've never done this before, you don't really have a clear framework on how to do things. So A, I encourage you to first start doing it for your own business. This is where you will get the most confidence in the technical side of things, like how things work. I remember when Instagram first came out, I had to play around with stories on my own account first before I took over my big client, Jennifer Allwood at the time, before I started helping her, I had to make the mistakes on my account and learn on my phone. And I can still picture doing my first story with my girls. And I was in my bedroom and I'm like, how does this work? And I was kind of filming them and playing around with them. And I got all the bugs out over there. And so then I was able to help her out with her social media and adding Instagram into that. So it does take some time. So give yourself some grace there. So one of the first things I want you to do so you can step into this confidence and gain that experience, and then you can start to see how it works and you can take on other clients, right? So at the beginning, it would be ideal for you to pick clients and align with clients who are in a niche and industry or something you feel passionate about, something you have a connection to. So you have the most confidence in helping them write post. Let me give you an example. I've had a lot of work in the furniture painting business, but I am not a furniture painter. So I had to learn from nothing about furniture painting. And I had tried to furniture paint once and it was a disaster, but I had come from the DIY world in the sense that my previous, one of my side gigs, I was working for HGTV and I got to see a lot of behind the scenes, like before and afters. And I loved the world. I just wasn't physically like good at it. So it took diving into that content and getting familiar with it. And then once I own that niche, like I could write content for multiple furniture painters because it was all very similar. And then at that point, it's like understanding what are the differences between this client and that client? Uh, what are their goals? What is that call to action that they're trying to steer people toward? What are they trying to sell down the road? What kind of audience are they trying to grow? And ultimately each person is different. But once I had that confidence in the topic, it was so easy for me to go in there and create these posts. And it took a while. This does not happen overnight. So if you go all in with a niche, you already know if you're starting from ground zero, it'll just be that much easier. Uh, let me give you another case in point. My last full-time job, I worked in a nonprofit for the arts. So it'd be way easier for me to take on my first client as a nonprofit art related, right? just easier. Not to say you can't be done, but I think that's just good advice for starting. And then once you're confident, like you'll kind of like become more of a keyboard warrior. Like the words will just flow out your fingertips. You'll be able to write better because you know the topic. Okay. Let's just take a moment here. It's impossible to get referrals without putting yourself out there all the time. It's really difficult to have a community when you're doing the work by yourself it's also hard to stay up to date when you're just one person and digital marketing trends, platforms, technology, and strategies change all of the time. And it's no fun having to do lead generation for your business when you'd rather be doing billable hours. So I have a solution for you. Come join my digital marketing work group. It's a tight community of freelancers, virtual assistants, digital marketing specialists, 
who are all up-leveling in their skills, getting advanced trainings, applying for my job ops, and becoming digital marketing specialists and managers and strategists. This is an online referral community for both skilled and up-and-coming digital marketing service pros and virtual assistants. We've shared over 800 jobs with our community. We'd love to have you too. If you need client work, if you need a squad behind you, if you need help raising your prices, promoting yourself to the next level, this is the place to be. You can apply for the work group with the link in the show notes. We'd love to have you. Back to the show. Okay. I want you, when you take on your first client, to give yourself plenty of time to plan and learn their brand voice. I talked to a lot of fellow business owners who hire someone on Monday and they're annoyed they don't have their brand voice figured out by Thursday. I'm like, it does not work like that. So I got hired by a big client in February and I'm still learning their voice. And as I'm recording this, it is May. So I'm still going to go back to podcasts and listen to things and pull little things out. I am going to constantly be listening to their things and learning his words and how he says things and what his messages are. And it doesn't happen overnight, hundred percent. So I want you to include this time to do your research on the client once you've been hired and charge for it. I'm not saying you have to like listen to 50 hours of podcast time and charge your client, but definitely bake in a good eight to 10 hours for like content strategy, right? For learning the voice and understanding like their brand and doing the research you need to do. So I advise listening to podcasts, past Facebook groups, using Otter to transcribe things. And you can always pick out parts that will make good social media posts. And you'll start to learn their voice that way, which is more important because eventually you'll be able to capture things on your own and not have to be regurgitating older stuff. But repurposing is an awesome strategy. And I wanted to get into that. But before I do, there's one other thing I want to talk about when you're taking on a new client. And that is Give yourself time before you start. I've made this mistake. I've seen other people make this mistake where you think you're doing someone a favor by starting right away and it's a burning fire. They act like, oh my gosh, they're so overwhelmed and they need you. And you're like, sure, I'll start posting tomorrow. No, don't do it. Go ahead and say, I will start posting in two weeks and take those two weeks to get a plan, get your client time to approve things and tweak things and give you that feedback so it can be better. You'll be hurting yourself Because if you start posting right away and you haven't taken that time to learn each other and figure out if that's what they even like, they're going to start off not really happy. And I have to say, social media is hard. A lot of people think it's easy or they just want to hire someone who will get their brand voice right away and they don't realize what an investment it is, what a challenge it is. And it's not so easy because not every post is going to be hitting the numbers and getting the return And not everything grows exponentially, right? The algorithm changes. You can post a reel one day, it will do great. The next reel, very similar. The next day at the same time, it will do completely different. And so you have to have a little bit of this data over time to really perfect your strategy. And it doesn't happen in the span of instantaneous, right? So give yourself time before you officially start. Bake it in there and know that you're doing work in that zone. I'd love to have the content planned ahead, And then that way the client can go in there and approve it. And then we can take the time to start scheduling and then we can work ahead. And I love to keep a couple dates open for the client to do what they want, because I still think it's their business. And if they feel the need to post, it's nice for them to say, Hey, Tuesday's your day to post a personal story. I could never write about what's going on in your life in this very moment. Tuesday's your day, take it or leave it. Okay. 
And then the other thing I wanted to tell you is about repurposing. There's tons of tools out there to help you repurpose content and make it super easy on your client. There's Captivate, there's repurpose.io, and that will take any kind of video and then put it into clips and put it out in the world. And sometimes you can help your clients with those clips, but it's so much better if you use one of those programs. I've been diving into repurpose.io with a client right now. My other client's doing Captivate. So I'll let you know which one is the best one as I get more feedback about that. But it takes a lot. If you were to hire a video editor to put a little clip together, by the time they upload, download, and they don't know your brand voice, like they don't always know what story to pull out. It's just not effective. It's not efficient. And there's a better use of your time and money, especially for a video clip that's going to be over an hour right there. I encourage you to go back to your client's best performing post and try rewording those, revamping those, taking out little segments of those, reworking them and reusing those first. If you're struggling with what to talk about and absolutely tap into what we call the best hits, the greatest hits on social media. And it's okay because the algorithm only shows 10% to people on the feed or less. It could be even less than 10%. So a lot of people might not have seen it the first time, especially if it was three months ago, it's okay to bring things back, right? So go ahead and start helping your client repurpose, especially if you don't know exactly how to write in their voice yet. And it's good to create a master hits list and be able to do that, cycle them through. There are scheduling tools like SmarterQ, HubSpot that make it easier, Sprout Social that make it easy to schedule reoccurring posts too. So you can put it on autopilot, just like Pinterest with Tailwind and whatnot and the smart loops. So then as you start to get the hits down and you see what's working, you start to really dive into your client's content and know their story and know their signature pieces of content every week. You can start to create those posts from scratch based on what's happening in the world. There's so many good social media resources out there. There's little mini memberships that will give you the Canva templates. There's memberships that will give you prompts for reels. There's memberships that will give you prompts for captions. If you have a lot of social media clients, that could be a really good investment in your business to help you, especially if you're struggling with like what to say. A good rule of thumb with social media is have your pillars of content and help your clients decide what they want to talk about. And it's usually related to who they help, why they do it and how they do it. And then I always joke about beverage of choice. Like (laughs) everyone talks about their beverage of choice on Instagram. You absolutely do not have to do that, but you need those personal stories and connections to help your client. And it's really hard to do this on your own without your client's involvement. And so you can kind of figure out really quickly when you get in bed with different clients, like who has what it takes to go the distance, right? And who doesn't? And a lot of clients are going to struggle with consistency. They're going to struggle with getting good photos. They're going to struggle with batching videos for you so you can do your work. And I want to encourage you as you gain this clarity, as you see what's working and who has what it takes, like shed the clients who aren't going to deliver because they're holding you back. If it's holding back your business, it's not good for you because you have bigger fish to fry and bigger paychecks to collect as your work gets good, as you get results. So big, big hot tip. When you get a new social media client, take a screenshot of their current profile before you start and jot down their starting numbers. And then you can use this in your own testimonials, your own results to show that you know how to get results. So those are some social media tips for how to get started as a social media manager and grow up to be the social media manager. And I mean, wouldn't it be a dream job to do what the Wendy's Twitter person does, like be snarky as hell on Twitter? (laughs) I mean, 
I think that would be so fun. And eventually you can like, you know, encapsulate your client's voice and be able to show up at that level. I mean, that's really fun. I think social media, it gets hard because it's constant and you need to plan ahead, use those scheduling tools, bulk your days, like bulk your hours of when you're working and try not to revisit it too much because like clients can always be tweaking and it can just like open up total scope creep. One major reason why I like social media, it's a gateway. A lot of people get started in it and then they start to get involved in launches or they start to get involved in more creative, specialized services. It can open the doors to blogging and website design and video editing and strategy, right? And that can be fun for those of us who love learning and you know get bored and want to keep learning more things with digital marketing. This is a skill that will pay off in your own business. So whatever you take away from this today, start today for your own business. Don't wait until you have a certain number of clients, like start practicing now, start getting that experience. Now you'll be able to advise your clients because they'll be looking to you to help them with the trends and what's happening. What's the latest thing. Now, if you're already doing social media for your clients, I encourage you to come apply for my digital marketing work group. I have tons of social media work for you. I need people who can help with the TikTok and reels posting on Instagram. I need Facebook community managers. And my digital marketing work group is the place with all of the jobs. Plus we have advanced trainings. We're referring each other. We have virtual happy hours and community. So if you're getting stuck on certain things with clients, you don't know how to ask for raises or raise your rates or let clients go, or you're struggling with how to market yourself or what to do next, or you just need to let it loose a little bit, come over to the work group. We've got a community of freelancers. We are not competitive. We are supportive of one another. And I would love to have you. I'll put the application down below and please apply. If you're looking for work, I've got it. We've posted well over a thousand jobs in this small group. And my goal is to get the membership up to hundred members. We're about at 50 right now. So I'd love to have you if you feel comfortable doing this work. And if you're at that zone where you're like, ah, I'm not manager level, I'm just assistant level. If you can take somebody's copy that they've already written, schedule it, do some hashtag research, get it scheduled, maybe design the graphic. You can still help out clients. Clients need help at all different levels. Sometimes they still want to do the writing. They just need someone to schedule it and then repurpose it elsewhere. So that could totally be you. Thank you for joining me again. I'm Emily Reagan. I'm so happy to have you here and come apply for the work group. I'd love to have you. All right. I'll talk to you later. Thanks for joining me. I really appreciate it. If you benefited from this podcast, would you send me a DM, send me a screenshot on Instagram or tag me in a story or whatever. I'd love to hear from you and what was your biggest takeaway. And again, if you're looking on taking on clients, you know where to find me over in the digital marketing work group. All right, next week, we're going to have a really good podcast guest talking about SOPs. So if you're the organized analytical type A, this will be the episode for you. You can create an entire business on helping your clients get organized. Is that your dream? You're in the right place. I'll see you next week. If you want to start earning income as a digital marketing service provider or digital marketing assistant, you only need your laptop. You can tap into what online business owners really need help with by downloading my top 10 most requested tasks. These are the services I did for years for my clients behind the scenes. You can take this download, 
and apply it to your own business and start by offering these very same services. If you wanna niche down in digital marketing, this is your guide. Just use the link in the show notes or go to emilyreaganpr.com slash services. That way you get more eyeballs. It's always kind of awkward there. So let me share this. Oh, it's super fun. Okay. Okay. I'll just share it later. Whatever. It's all good. Okay. Oh, I found the button. It's over here on this other window for some reason.